Thanks for joining us on Couch Guy Hollywood this week with the latest and greatest movie news in Hollywood. It's Coop. I'm here with Nick and Ben. What's up? How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How about you? Good, good. You know? That's always good, yeah. We had that fun pool party the other day. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> everybody had a good time. Super hot. It finally feels like summer in California. It's an, it's nice, though, like, uh, especially like today. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, like, I thought it was supposed to be really hot, and then on our walk back from lunch that we had, it was, like, super nice. Like, the breeze was super nice. I don't know, so it was nice to not be, like, super... Maybe gross. a heat wave on its way. Are we seriously yeah. talking about fucking weather on a movie podcast? Yeah, we're not allowed to? Weather can predict... Weather can affect movies. Yeah. The, pre- the production of film. <laughs> <laughs> it does have a lot to do with it, but, all right, yeah, stretching a really. little bit. Yeah, it does. I mean, like you need to know the weather. You need to know what the weather is going to be like for your well, you phone. You know what the weather is going to be like, but no matter what, it can be fixed. No, not always. Geostorm, mm-hmm. terrible. Movie. You see Black Mass. What about it? That was filmed in the summertime, but it looks full on winter. In the yeah, movie. but you can't go the other. Which way. Which one? The one with Johnny Depp? Yeah. But you can't go the other way. You can't have like a torrential downstorm and make it look like it's a normal day. Like you can do an extent, but it's not going to look. Well, to an extent. I mean, like I feel like. Professional, professional. Got him. Sure Got him. Well, I'm just it's, saying, like, summer versus winter time, it doesn't matter. Right, no, yeah. No, you can, yeah. There's stuff they can do to. Castle Rock, like, like yeah, that was fall. There's no, no snow oh, yeah, on the ground. They, There's a shit ton of snow on the show. Yeah, every time they, every time they shoot, uh, no September, October? I have no fucking idea. I need them. I've heard need them nothing about it. Need it now. And I've been, um, I've been researching like crazy. Hmm. Welcome okay. to Weather Guy Hollywood. Yikes. <laughs> Just change it right now. Um, it's been a big last week, week and a half. The Comic-Con happened. San Diego yeah. Comic-Con, which is probably my favorite week of the year. <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, Walking Dead, you know. Of course. Uh, among other things, a lot, of, a lot of good new footage from what, Top Gun and Watchmen to Westworld to... Keep going. Superstore to... There was nothing about... There really. wasn't anything... There was just a panel, but... A panel. Well, yeah. still, fun. Good enough. It's the um, first panel, so... Yeah, yeah. What else? Uh, Lion King came out. Yeah. We're going to be reviewing that today. You guys are... Uh, I don't watch The Lion King. You haven't watched what? The Lion King? No. I thought you were Wait, there. Wait, I thought you saw the movie. Did no, you not no. see it with us? No, he didn't oh, see it Oh, no. Us. I came home and I told him about it. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll talk about that. How's your week been? Uh, it's been... I didn't really do much, I'll be honest. Um, it was a stressful week. Uh, I've really been stressing out about my film, just trying to get it done, and I just, I'm just i stuck at a spot trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of frustrating. What's the... Sp- yeah, specif- that specifically, almost had a stroke there. Sorry. Right. Are you uh, stuck at? Um, it's just, I'm trying to... I mean, I talk about this every week. I feel like I've been in the same spot for a while. I'm just trying to, I, I'm trying to make it, I, I really want to make a good story, and I want to make something that is as original as I can, but keeping something that people know, so that it's nothing too far-fetched. Um, but I'm just struggling, I'm just trying to come up with a good story, and I want to make it as best as I can, and I don't want it to be like, I have a really good idea, that's gonna, that's like really good for like the first like three minutes, and then the rest of it's just gonna be trash, because I, you know, just didn't know what to do. Um, just try to keep it as simple as possible. 
Right, but I, you know, I want to. I don't even know how I want to end it. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with characters and like it's. There's so much into this the story that I'm working on. Uh, I'll probably start talking about it soon. Project's um, like ten minutes, right? Yeah, like ten to twelve or something like that. Yeah, how, how do you how do you come up like how do you really arc that ten minutes and make it as original and like what 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 do you think the key is to to making a great ten five to ten minute film? Um, like uh, Ben was saying, I think uh, simplicity, something simple, nothing that's like too crazy. Because I mean, you gotta think it's you know I think something that happens a lot and you know it's noticeable and you know teachers say it too is like. You know, a lot of scripts you make, you got to keep in mind that it's a short film and it's not a feature film. Yeah. Because, you know, you can have a really good idea, but then you start writing it and you're like, how do I make this into a short film? Like, this is a feature film idea, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about, you know, finding a good story that you can tell in a short period of time that gets everything you need to cross and character arcs and stuff, which it's, it's difficult, but I think, you know, I don't even know where I was going to go with this, but... Uh, the more you work on it, I think, it, the easier it gets, I, sh I say, but at the same time, the harder it gets, because you work and you work, but then there's more things, and you're learning about new new stuff, which makes you want to change up everything, and then it screws you over, because then you're, you, like, you know, take a chance to do something, and then it doesn't work. Like do you think you there's a limited amount of ideas out there? Like, you think you're limited to something in, in the short film world? Because there's been, there's so many short films out there. And there's so many, I mean, there's so many different stories, but there's so many recycled things I've seen before. How, yeah, how, how do you how do you separate yourself? What makes you different from the others, even if it is a similar idea? I think again, it just depends on you know it, it's the way that you you have your story and the way it's structured. I guess the way you um, again portray it, making it similar to what other people have, but. You know, you need to make a twist to make it your own. Something, you know, I, I can't give you something off the top of my head, but just some sort of, it, it can be something super small, it can be something really big. Um, but I think keeping it that, something that people know and love, but making it, you know, your own. Making it something, if you're really good at something, uh, like if you're good at making a horror movie, okay, go make a really good horror movie, keep it like, you know, what people are used to, but take those core elements and then build a story that no one's seen before. Yeah. And it's it's difficult and I don't think that it's like necessarily like I mean like there's so many ideas that haven't been you know out there yet. Yeah. So it's never going to be short on anything, but the problem with like short films is Whenever someone's writing a short film, they feel like they have to like reinvent the wheel. Like, ooh, I need to do something that no one else has ever done before, and it can't be remotely similar to anything else. It has to be super authentic. And it has to be my own, and it's just not like that. Again, if you just like keep it simple, but then look back. Yeah, but at if you it, keep it simple, then there's no point in that, and then you're just making you just, what everyone else is making. But you're not, because everybody feels that way. No one's just making simple ass films. If you keep it simple, there's some ideas that you can make as basic and simple as possible and be like, shit, I don't think anyone's ever done that before. And then you look it up and it's like, nope, no one's ever done that before because everyone's trying to overcompensate for that. Right. When you start writing a short film, especially if you're in a class with like a bunch of teachers and a bunch of people in there, the first thing you always come up with is always so different in the end than what you came up with because you had to cut so much shit out. Mm-hmm. 
to make it simpler because you don't have enough time to make it too complex. Right. So it's like, ooh, I want this to happen, this to happen, this to happen, this to happen, this to happen. Like what you said, it's like, that's feature. Yeah. We have to make it a short. So we're going to cut this because it doesn't matter. We're going to cut this because it doesn't matter. This character doesn't matter. He says two things. Cut him out, cut him out, cut him out. And then it's just like, ooh, that's kind of basic. And then it's just like, you look at it and it's like, ooh, that works. And it's original. Mm-hmm. So you take a complicated idea, which you think is complicated, and then make it simple. And then it's original. And, you know, there's always like, as for like styles and stuff, it's always, that's like, I feel like styles and like you know stuff like that that's that's like you know limited like you only see so many things so many times but it's like no one's ever gonna have a problem with putting a new coat of paint on an old idea like you know Mm -hmm. it looks better it's fresher and if you have something in there keep it simple you have something in there that makes it your own it's considered original yeah Right, I mean, that's like the same thing. I mean, that's, in a way, it's just, you know, just working on trying to find something that, sure, I'm spending my time, or people spend their time working to try to find, make something original, but that doesn't mean it's not simple, that just means I'm trying to find something that I don't think has been done before, and then I can make it as normal, as natural as I want, or make it I see what you're saying, it's just, it's natural, naturally... In, like when someone's coming up with an idea it's always overcomplicated at first even if you don't think it is no yeah it's not until you like you're done you're like oh wait yeah that's right mm. even while I was writing my feature like try to make it so like you know complicated and throw so many things in there so it's like ooh like ooh these people will be, the audience will be surprised at this part and at this part and then it's just like well you know it doesn't really make sense like you're just trying to do that right cut it back keep it more simple than that mm-hmm. more basic than that and it's like then you'll get that authentic reaction instead of like, well, why the fuck is that guy in it saying two things randomly and then he's gone? Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing was like with my script was uh, the original idea was just like it was a stupid, crappy little horror movie that I wanted to do. And at first I was like, whatever, I'll just do it. It's like there's a shit ton of characters. A lot of them die. But like it's like it's just a, like a fun, stupid horror movie. Um, but then my teacher was like, this is done a million times. Like, don't do it. Like, that's dumb. So then he was like, he gave me an idea kind of of just, because uh, it was about people with masks on, um, killing people, and that's been done, The Stranger or Strangers and mm-hmm. all those other movies. Um, and so, you know, I, I still want to do that, but I was like, well, I got to, you know, mix it up somehow. And he was like, you know, you can maybe instead of, you know, just having the masks, the masks are like personalities, like kind of mixing us, like in us, how they like are actually like mm-hmm. animals kind of. You know, using that as like the masks are a, like the per- it makes them become that person, yes. which is kind of it's messed up and it's really weird. So, and it's I, I mean I haven't seen anything in a way that's not us. Like it's us, but on steroids in a different way. Yeah. So I mean, like that's what I want. I want exactly. to do something it's like a new that. coat of paint. Right. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's a new new coat of paint, but it's about how do I tell the story and how do I do it again without doing it the same way? Because you know now I'm like oh this idea is like us. So now I'm going to be looking at us, and, and then it's going to make me... And going off of that, if it is like us, it's like, people liked us. Right. Good. It's exactly. like, ooh, this reminded me of us, but it was different. That's good. I like that. Yeah. And it's about, you know, I, I, that's, I'm hoping I can get to that point where, you know, it gives that kind of feel. That'd be awesome. So I'm, I really, but I don't also want to, 
you know, fall so heavy on, oh, again, it's like us, it's like strangers, and then I look at it, and it's just a morph of us and strangers. Like, I want to, you know, use the bare bones, you look at that movie, and you go, okay, there's animalistic weird people in us, that's in my movie, they're wearing masks, that's strangers, but then I want my own plot, you know? So it's like, it's, again, like you said, the new paid and coat, but just a different story. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's, like, ever been a film or show or anything that hasn't been based off of something right. that's been done before. And yeah. that's already been like that for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's, like, there's no new ideas. It's just yeah. you get your ideas from other things. Yeah. How was your week, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> My week's been good. Pretty crazy. Has it been? I don't know. You got your bartending license. I did get my bartending yeah. license. How was that? You gotta, you gotta get, gotta pay the bill somehow. So it's like <laughs> bartending license. Now bartending. I went to get my bartending license. I don't know if you guys know. I'm not in school anymore. Uh, didn't think it was worth it. But uh, as far as like, you know, trying to find your way into the industry and like be able to work on everything you want to work on, I felt like bartending would be the best like job where I could make the network. most amount of money network and be able to have the free time to work on whatever I need to work on at the same time so that's what I was working on last week yeah and I have like a few ideas for some pilots that I'm really excited to work on so I'm gonna start chipping away at those so you're out of school now what's what's your time like how are you like is your are you feeling for you, your use of time is better for your work, you know, working on personal projects. Uh, are, are you seeing a lot more that you didn't see in film school? What's, uh, what's different? Absolutely. So the thing about not being in school versus being in school is obviously you're not around it every day. You're not around like the creativeness of like other people every single day. It's been pretty hectic the past few weeks trying to you know, like, there's a lot going on right now still that not not school-wise, like, you know, like, apartment hunting and, like, yeah. trying to find jobs and stuff where it's, like, I've been, like, busy enough where it's, like, it haven't had a lot of time to, like, really just sit back and just be, like, all right, let's work on this still. Yeah. But the one difference is it's, like, so I got out of school because it's, like, you know, school in this industry, and we've talked about it a few times, it'll only get you so far. And it's, like, you're spending money losing money and then I was just thinking it got to a point where I was thinking I was like well okay let's say I graduate and I'm in debt Mm because that would be two years from now I'm already in debt from the first two semesters it's like Mm -hmm. then I have more loans after three and I graduate and then I get out and it's just like fuck what do I do now because that's the one thing nobody talks about like what do I do right now Mm -hmm. that I'm done no it's just like so if I stop now, two years early, I'm still gonna have that process where it's like, what do I do right what that, What's the first step? Yeah. But I would have saved money in the process, and I'd have time to go out and make some money, and I can network and figure it out that way. I'll have more time to network. I'll go out and meet people. I still know people from this school, you know. Yeah. Maybe I can go to a different school and meet people that way. And then it's not just one school that I know people from, but it's another school I know some people's from because I've been seeing the same people every single day and it's great to work with them and I love working with them. But that's not networking, you know? That's just knowing a group of people. Yeah. That's not expanding as right. much as you can expand. 
And there's film schools all over the place. And it doesn't necessarily need to be college either. So you can go to one place and you can go meet a whole new group of people. And then maybe someone successful comes from that group of people and you know them. And then some pe- someone successful from NIFA and you know them. And you work with each other and you branch off each other. And that's the best way to go about it. But it takes so much time. Like that's That's the realistic thing. It takes so much more time than you initially expect when you're coming out here and it's like, ooh, this is my dream and I want to get it done now and it's going to be like one year and then I'm going to meet somebody and then they're going to take me there with them and I'm going to make it at like 22. And it's like, that's not... That's not realistic. That's not realistic. Yeah, there's a lot of expectations. Uh, I think we were discussing this before we started, but expectations versus reality. Um, Right. uh, You know, that's cool to hear that, you know, what the reality is like and uh, how expectation... Your expectations are one thing and then... There's this, you know, you get to that, what do I do now? And who knows where you'll be. And I think it's, it's a low point. It is like a low point. Like, it's, it gets you. Like, right away, it gets you. You're just like, all right, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. And it's just like, wait, what? who do I talk to? Who do I go to? What do I do? Yeah. But it can be a high point. I mean, you know, it's, it's the really, first step. It's really it's how the first you, step. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, intimidating. But the way I see it, each step will get so much easier. You break in. All right, you have to start at the bottom somewhere, like maybe an internship or something. And I know it might be shitty work. It's the first step. You move up. It gets a little bit easier. You get a little bit more power, a little bit more traction. It gets easier and easier and easier until you get to where you need to be. The first step's the hardest, always. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's a good one. That's true. I think. Um, I think it's funny because you know I feel like everyone at the same time feel like everyone knows everyone, everyone knows like what's what like the truth is about films so everyone knows that no one's just going to get a job but no one ever talks about it because everyone's like if no one talks it's about intimidating. it it's intimidating right no everyone's intimidated admit it. right once i did it yeah everybody felt more com- comfortable talking to me about it even mm-hmm. though they wouldn't talk to each other about it and i've talked to so many people and everyone feels the same same way everyone's right. in the same boat yeah everyone knows i mean everyone knows that you know the the likelihood of getting, you know, straight out of film school and you're getting a job is not, unless somehow you make some amazing short film that wins. It can absolutely crazy. happen. It, it can, can absolutely yeah. happen, but it's there's no a one percent chance. It's a one percent right. chance. But I mean, there's also and it's up to you to do the other ninety nine. Yeah, and you well. need, need to know. You need to, you know, you know, you can't. You don't stop. You get. You got to keep going. If you're if you get out of film school and you're like. All right, well, that was cool. I'm just gonna kind of like hang around and see what happens. Well, no, you got to put yourself out you, there. You have to. It's a grind, and you have to meet people, and you have to put yourself out there, and you have to have confidence in yourself, knowing that you will get there eventually. But you have to work for it. Right. That's the hardest part. That's why people fail. Like it's not like because everyone wants it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I want it in the moment. Right. But you can't also. And another thing that branches off of this, you can't have it be so much. You want it so much in the moment, and you can't wait to get there. That you're not letting the moment happen because mm-hmm. then you're not there for yourself and you're not making it happen. You have to be okay with the struggle. You have to find a way to make it work and then you have to do it and you have to grind right. every single day. But you have to enjoy it otherwise you're just wasting your time. Mm-hmm. And then you'll look back at it in 10 years because even then, like I'm again, I'm not there so it's like I don't know if it would e- if it's even work out. Right. Because even then, like it might not work out. You if it doesn't, know. it's okay. You put yourself out there. You did everything you could. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But if you 
kind of let time pass you by, then it's just like, well, that's the only time that you can feel like you wasted your time. So you have to enjoy what you do. You got to enjoy the projects you have to do. You have to enjoy the process. Yeah. And um, one of the things I feel like, sorry to cut you no, off, Kira, no. Um it, it gets me mad because I feel like I, you hear all the time people say that, you know, and I'm not saying this isn't true, but everyone says like, you know, film is a very tough industry. Yes. A hundred percent. It is a tough industry. But I think most of the time, it's a tough industry for the fact that people just don't understand how it works. Mm-hmm. And so you have people who move to L.A., and I'm not saying that like going to film school helps you, but I mean, in a way, it gives you a little more insight. I, to... wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken back that year for anything. Right. Like, I felt like I learned everything I needed to learn, but I learned so much more than I would. I wouldn't be able to write a good story without having that one year of film yeah. school. So. You know, you have people who come to L.A., move to L.A., and are like, I'm a filmmaker. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, okay, like you're making your YouTube videos, and you're making these little short films with your friends. And putting them up on YouTube and you're... But, like, if you don't if you don't understand how the industry works, then nothing is ever going to work. And you can't be like, the industry is just so difficult. It's like, yes, it's, it's difficult, but you need to know that you need to put yourself out there. You need to constantly be doing everything that you can. And know that, you know, some people say it's not good, but a, a, get a PA job. Go work on a set and just do everything you can and don't and even be... even that is so hard to get into. Right, even that's hard to get into. But do try and do something and don't just sit back and say, I'm a filmmaker, someone's going to come to me one day and just give me a job. It's Where not going to happen. The advice that I would give people if you were kind of stuck and in a rut, step one, the first thing you do, make something. Just create. keep do it. Just keep being creative keep bringing product if you're a screenwriter keep writing keep coming up with things keep coming up with ideas write them down write stories and you know obviously just like financially find a way to support yourself in the moment and be able to live while you're doing that if you're a director make short films get people together everybody will always help you with a short film right it's fun Make a feature of fraud. Like, yeah. okay, I if mean, you can make it work. Make it work. You know, like, just yeah. keep making products. Enter them in festivals. Try to get noticed. If you're an actor, just work for free. Like, just again, be an like, extra. Just do whatever just, you need. Just work for free. Short films. Like, again, the directors need to direct. The actors need to act. The writers need to write. So just keep going. It. Keep getting your real. Mm-hmm. And then once you meet people, then you reach out to people. Apply for every job that you can. Apply for every internship if you can. Yeah, you can apply for a hundred. You only need one to reach out for you, then you just took the first step. Right. There it is right there. It's not easy, and you're going to get rejected, and it's going to be hard to get rejected because no one likes it, but you have to. Mm-hmm. You can't go anywhere without getting rejected because then you, something bad's going to come. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's not easy. It's not all just... Yeah. You don't just get everything. Every no is... What, what do they say? Every no is a step closer to the yes. Sure. And be smart about it. Be real with yourself, because it's a feeling. You know right. when something's working, when something's not working. You know when you've gotten enough out of something. Don't prolong it. That's why, like I, I like I felt like I got enough from school. I yeah. learned the fundamentals. You can't teach me how to be creative. All right, like I, creativity mm-hmm. is all you. Right. Once you know what you're doing, move on to the next thing, even if it's hard. And I will say another thing that we get told a lot by, I feel like, all of our teachers, and I don't think I listen enough when I should, but, um, you know, they're always saying, you know, you've got to make sure that, you know, when you go to, when you have these interviews with people, you don't just go empty-handed with, you know, one idea or, you know. I have a bunch of them. Right, or even, like, when you go to show a short film, like, you need to have something else because they might say, I don't like this, what else do you have? 
And if you don't have anything else, well, you just lost your opportunity. Yeah. Like, that's your first opportunity. And for them to, for you to show up and have one thing, and then you're like, uh, no, they're going to be like, well, who the hell are you? Like, you want to fight for this industry. Why do you only have one thing ready? You're exactly right. And that's why I'm saying just always, just always work on something. Yeah. Always work on something. Take your time with it. Make it good. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's the first thing you do. So when if you do get that big interview, it's like, I have this. I don't like it. Okay, what about this? I don't yeah. like it. I have this. That's not bad. You know, it's like... Well, that's like... And not to like bring up other people, and I won't get any specific in details, but like a uh, situation that happened to like our teacher. Yep. He, uh, you have the same teacher. Yep. Um, he went into an interview with someone and had... He, was, he brought his, his idea that he had been called... I believe he was called back to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Brought it in. And they were like, we don't like this. And he was like, okay, he showed them all of his stuff. He had a couple back pocket ideas that he didn't like at all. They hated every idea except for the ones that he hated. The ones he hated, they loved. Yeah, you never know. And it's opinionated. Right. That's like, so have a bunch of different ideas. Work on different things. Yeah. He thought that he had to be funny. Right. he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to just... Bring everything. <laughs> if everything. you have, just do... Keep, and, yeah, just get out of your comfort zone. Write something that you didn't think that you would write. Do a genre you didn't think you would like. Yeah. You never know when it will come in handy. Right. Even if you think it's shitty, and you always think your projects are shitty after a while, that, those fresh eyes, it's always different. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then maybe the thing you like will come along down the line. Absolutely. I remember uh, mm-hmm. Matthew, Matthew, um, Matthew Weiner, or Weiner, um, he, he uh, created Mad Men. I remember he, he didn't, he wrote the script and probably didn't get it made for 10 years. He worked on The Sopranos before. Hmm. And so it just it always comes back to you. Yeah, I mean, you it never just, know. It just matters. It's how do you apply yourself? Yeah. Pretty good. Well, um, let's see. My last week, nobody's yeah, asking. how about you, Cooper? Yeah. What's Cooper, up? what have you done? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Post-play life. Sorry, uh, Post-play life, thank God. Um, I was, I, was ready, I was ready to leave that character, so I'm glad, I'm glad that's over. Uh, maybe there's another play. Coming for me down the line, we'll see. Um, but uh, we we filmed we we finally fil- finished filming the first season of Roommates, so that was fun. Nick helped us out the other day, and that was a lot of fun too. I I gotta say, I was surprised of how fun I had on that set. Like the last day, like I thought I thought that it was just a whole bunch of fun. We, there was there is a lot. I, I got to, I I got to be the the DP. I got to be the director of photography the last the last couple of weeks and that's something I've never done before. And I've got to say, I the cinematography is very challenging. I don't know how mm-hmm. you I'm looking at you guys. How do you do it, you know? Uh I mean, I for one example, me and Nick were were in the shower. We were we were set up in the shower of this first shot. Know, we were doing small a bathroom. Shoot. <laughs> The, the scene, this one of the characters is supposed to come in and, you know, kind of start throwing up and we put some, you know, like Sunny D and, you know, and just to, yeah, they to, used your sunny to throw D. up. Yeah, we used your Sunny yeah, D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and me and Nick are in the, Nick's got the boom pole all yeah, set up. I'm recording I'm, sound. I'm, I'm doing the camera. We're doing a lot of handheld and, and this guy, the guy comes in and he starts, he, he throws up the Sunny D. And he starts throwing up everywhere, everywhere. Like, throws up everywhere. Like really he was fake throwing. Up. He was fake throwing up. He was fake throwing up the Sunny D. And I, I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't the best. I thought it was a little over overacted. But and then all of a sudden, <laughs> real puke just came flying out of his mouth. <laughs> Man, it couldn't even keep quiet. I'm, at least I couldn't. I was. Just, yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I'm just. I'm trying not to throw up. The second we. 
he kept throwing up, and we got it from a different angle, and it was even worse. Well, he, what happened was he threw up, and then after a second, he was he turned to us and he's like, "Did you guys get that?" <laughs> and then Cooper is like, like puking. He's gagging in his mouth. And then I'm like, "What the I ran hell?" Out of the house like that. Would, yeah. Well, no, no, no. You first came, and then we walked out. And he's like, "I think I'm going to puke again." And we like, he's in the bathroom. We're sitting right outside the bathroom. The door's like kind of open, yeah, and yeah. you're you're sitting there shooting through the crack. And I have this the boom in the bathroom, and he just puking all all in the toilet. It was bad. It's a it's crazy, and it it, it goes along with how you know brings up how cinematographers have to do all this crazy stuff. Like, I thought that was crazy. I guarantee there are thousands of cinematographers that just have been in much worse of a situation. Yeah. Uh, I bet you have yourself as well, and it's like... Uh, <laughs> you should have going to say, no, you <laughs> No, <don't. laughs> I don't think I have, <laughs> You will, you will, definitely. Not but, yet, not yet at least. Um, I, I just don't know, how, I don't know how you do it. it it's really cool, though, I, because I think when you're, you're acting or you're writing or you're thinking of a, you know, a story... Uh, you know, and you have like this vision of this shot in your head, and you actually get to do the shot, or you get to mm-hmm. play with the shot. It's kind of cool to, you know, it's I, cool to see your vision come to life. Yeah, I yeah. also figured out that I, I never want to be a cinematographer. I, I hated it. <laughs> I didn't hate like it was really cool, but I it's this, difficult. It's difficult. it's not for me. It's yeah. not for me. My hands were shaking. I was like, yeah, he was, we had to take three three or four takes of one of the scenes. He was like. Let's do it again. He's like, my hands are a little shaky. I just, it's, <laughs> you have to have a steady hand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. But, you know, it's cool to, you know, try out some new things and, you know, get right behind the camera. And it's it's great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then um, I, I went on a, a talk show last week that should be coming out sometime this week. Uh, and um, it's uh, Indian 100 Radio. There was uh, Rachel Wheel was on. She was the guest. She, she just produced a... A documentary on um, the orcas. It's called uh, Long Gone Wild. Just came out last week. It was uh, interesting to hear about. I, I've, I've never documentary. Yeah, yeah, it's a documentary, uh, and it's they're they're saying it's like the next Blackfish, which was a, another big documentary back then. Yeah. Um, and um, it, it was an interesting experience uh, being on a different talk show that wasn't the couch. Right. Um, Not our couch. Uh, it, very spontaneous, a lot like this, and uh, it, you know, it was, it was interesting. I've, I've never, I don't really, you know, like we're always talking about the movie. We don't really talk that much about documentaries or anything like that. So really it was, don't. it was a new spin on, you know, on, I, I've never, never been in that that world before. But it's it's crazy how many different types of you know film there are. I think I think we don't touch upon, you know, documentaries that, that quite a bit. So it, it was just really interesting to hear about and. Uh, and that that process of how you how to get the, a documentary film made, and you know how much footage goes into mm-hmm. it, and how many you know resources you need to have. It's, yeah. There's just so much that goes into it. So I'd love to do doc, uh, to make a documentary one day. That's like kind of one of the things that uh, me, Bun- me and Bunny, and uh, Carly talks about. We were saying how we want one day we want to just travel and just record, find something interesting, go to some place and f- yeah. find someone or something that's interesting and. Just make a documentary about it. I mean, that's really fun. That's fun stuff, and yeah, that sounds like a really fun thing. I'd love, I'd love to do it someday. I don't know when. I don't know if I'll be able to get around to it for a while, but future plans right there. Yeah. But yeah. So you guys saw the Lion King. Why don't we? Uh, yes, why don't yes, you yes, yes, yes. get the uh, little in-depth review? Bunny's here. She's like, shit, <laughs> shit. Um, let's start with you, Ben. Ben, you go first. I'll let you, I'll let you take the wheel. I fucking loved this movie. <laughs> Listen, there is one thing that they had to do. There is only one thing that they had to do, and that is keep it exactly the same. Don't change anything. And they nailed it. The cast was <laughs> awesome. 
Seth Rogen was the most perfect casting oh my I think gosh, of yeah. all time by perfect. far. Yeah. Donald Glover. Mm. Everyone knows how I feel about Donald Glover, the most talented yeah. man on the planet. He <laughs> was great. Mm-hmm. Beyonce was good. <laughs> she wasn't great. She was just good. She was great. She was good. Great. <laughs> um, the songs were amazing. Yeah. So amazing. I liked the songs so much better than like the old songs. I listened to really? the old song. I listened to the old songs, hmm. and I was like, "This isn't as good." I don't know about that. No, it's. You gotta compare them. You gotta you gotta listen to them back but to like, back, and then you'll know. I have memories of the old songs. I don't have memories of the new ones. You know, I relate to the older songs more. But if you just so like, like listen to the song like casually, it's like I need the, I need the new ones. Yeah, I guess I guess because that makes sense. What would you give it out of ten? The movie out of ten? Yeah, nine. It's a classic. Intro. Modern really? classic. Interesting. Okay. Nick, what do you think? Um, I wouldn't give it a nine. I, I think it was good. I, I liked. Um, I, like Ben said, I like how they kept it similar. I like how it was pretty similar to the original. They didn't change too much. Um, the only thing that I that irritated me, I've said this before, there's a couple things. Um, I think that at some points um, the CGI kind of bugged me, which is something that I don't know, you might not notice it necessarily, but I don't know. When, sometimes when the animals moved, it seemed very fake. It didn't seem real. Like, I, I think it was like some of the background animals that I would see. Um, but it, it just kind of made me, it took me out of it every time I saw it. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to, I might go see it later on, not now, but another time or see it maybe when it's out, um, on DVD or whatever. Not DVD. I'm not going to watch it on DVD. DVD? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. What is this? 2000? I'm thinking of original Lion King. My bad. Um, but no, I, I think there were some good parts, but I also just, I don't like that there was... I, I didn't like Spirit, that Beyonce song, that when it was playing, when they were like running through the grass, I thought that was kind of stupid. I don't know, it, it just felt cringy to me, it didn't feel right. I like, it was fine. Like, I think it was fine, but like, for me, like, I get it, it's a, Beyonce's in the movie, but like, it felt like... I mean, yeah, Beyonce, you have to like, explain. No, but Beyonce, think about this, you know? okay? Beyonce's playing a character in the movie. Yes. And she's singing songs as the character. But then all of a sudden you get a Beyonce song that isn't her as her character. It's Beyonce as Beyonce. And it just, it seems weird. Right? Does that make sense? Like, you hear her talking. You haven't seen the movie. I don't know why I'm pointing at you. Sorry, Cooper. Yeah, yeah. You see her, you know, you see her singing. You hear her talking. And then you hear her singing again. But it's not supposed to be her singing. So it's like, it's weird. If the, I, I, I see what you're saying. It just didn't bother me in the moment, I guess. Okay. I was geeking out the whole time, so... I, I don't know. I think I have some other things, and I, I forget them. I don't know why I can't remember. Uh, but the, I, I know you talked about the other day. The quick, some scenes were really quick. Yeah, I think the whole. Oh right, the whole second act was super fast. I don't know what it was. It was like first act, and then the second act. It was like boom. It was like boom, 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 boom. Things were happening. Whereas in the original, it was slower, and that's because I mean they got rid of some songs. Um, so I think that's probably what took it. Maybe maybe there's just more songs, so it felt longer. I don't know. Um, but I mean, I <laughs> they tried to. I mean, that they they took what was like really popular and they they yeah. tried to, they put more emphasis on it. I'll give it like a seven point five. The um, I really liked the scene where um, yeah, they use a uh, Pumba as bait. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> he starts singing. Yeah, be our guest, but then he doesn't have a chance to. Uh huh. No, that, that was, was really, that was a good cameo. Cameo. That's not the right word. Sorry. Okay. Easter egg. Song, Easter egg. Yeah. Easter egg. Easter egg. Song cameo. Not a cameo. I was gonna say, was gonna say song cameo. <laughs> song cameo. 
Um, but yeah, no, I'll give it a 7.5. Yeah? I give it a... Haven't seen it. Out of 10. Probably won't. Not a huge fan. Yeah. I was... I literally... Sorry. When Ben started speaking, I was going to go spoiler alert. And yeah, then but it's like, I well, realized it's that it's It's not, exactly the same. <laughs> it's The Lion King. It's the, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's not spoiler. Uh, they revealed that... Well, they kind of released that Halloween is going to be getting two sequels back-to-back in October 2020 and 2021. I don't know if it's... The titles are Halloween Kills and That's, Halloween Ends. Yeah. And I don't know who's going to be writing. I'm assuming Danny McBride and David Gordon Green will be back. I thought they did a phenomenal job on the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your guys' thoughts on this? I'm Trilogy. excited. Because I, like, I, love, I love all those horror movies, and I like that series. Um... I think it's cool to like kind of reboot it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested to see if it's going to be like the other ones where it's like the first couple are good and then it just like goes downhill again. Um, but I, I think I have faith. I think that they know. I think that they know what what people want. And Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back, too. right? Yeah, so she that's is. Yeah. Thing. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. I like. I think the first one is all right. I don't think it was anything crazy. Um, I might try to watch it sometime soon to. Cause I saw a drive-in theater, so maybe here. I'll join you. I, so I'd maybe like here where the lights too. off, like a real like the, like horror movie watching. Maybe we'll be better. Yeah, we'll cuddle. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah cool. We'll do do you want to join us, Ben? No. Okay. Well, I'll fit. Yeah. We'll tell you what happens if you want to know. Oh. <laughs> we saw it. Me and Ben signed <laughs> No, I, I know. I know. <laughs> um, I did see it in a theater. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah. I hope they're good. I hope they're. I hope they live up to the last movie. Uh, the, the, at the uh, the Terminator Dark Fate panel in San Diego, uh, they they revealed that Edward Furlong is going to be reprising his role as John Connor in really? the Terminator. You know, he played John Connor in Terminator Two. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of excited. That's I keep getting more excited for this movie, although I hated the trailer. Yeah, that's right. I thought the trailer, the trailer, the trailer was, was terrible. Yeah, it's so bad. Terrible. So are they? What are there? Is this a reboot? No, it's a, it's a direct sequel to two. Oh, okay. Take away okay, three okay. and four and five. I right. like. I think you I said like that four. before. Sorry, I, I like when they do that. Yeah, they're doing that. They're just like, all right, we're we're gonna take away these movies, but we're gonna keep these ones, right. and then this one's gonna go here. It's, it's like we know we messed up, but like I liked four, the one with Christian Bale. I liked no, it. I'm a pretty, I'm a big fan of that one. Really? Why? I don't know. I watched it the other day. I really liked it. That's weird. I I've hated always that liked movie. that. One. I've never been able to finish that. Movie, I think I just actually. like Christian Bale. You know, yeah. you you are a big Christian Bale guy. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely what it was. Yeah, yes. yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I'm excited to see this one go down. I'll see it, but I don't know if I'll necessarily like it. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll definitely see it for sure. But speaking of James Cameron, uh, Avengers Endgame dethroned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avatar uh, at the box office. Yeah, number one. Took them long enough. Was it fair? Te- I, technically, people were like, "Oh, you know, it's kind of unfair." They did a real release, but technically, Infinity War was out till September, so Endgame? it's only. No, no, inf- I'm talking about Infinity. You oh, know, okay, like, okay, Just talking okay. about you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, runs yeah, yeah, in yeah, theaters, yeah, and I, I know Avatar was out for you know four or five months. It's only been what oh, since man. April 26th. It's been like. Three months. Oh, two well. months. It's been pretty long. I didn't realize Avatar was out for that long. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty hot. Yeah. And, uh, but they never had, had to re-release it. It was just out. I, I think we've already talked about it, but do you guys think that Avatar 2, 3, 4, or 5 will be able to uh, no. retire? I feel like, I don't think it's going to, no, not two, on top. Two might come close. Yeah. The rest of them won't. It all depends, though, because I don't, no one knows what the story is. So, I mean, it, if it's a really, really good story... For two, um, then maybe, but I don't. Maybe, if anything, maybe it will beat one, and it will become this, or like it will beat Avatar. I, 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 I think it came. I, I think it, it's too, like it's been too long. 
But at the same part, I think I trust Disney only for the fact that they made an entire land based off of this movie. They wouldn't do that if they had somewhat of a, like, we think these movies are going to be good. Avatar? Yeah, they have a whole land for well, Avatar. They definitely took their time with it. So Yeah, I, I don't think 2 could necessarily beat it. Um, I think that might get people back into the, oh yeah, it's Avatar. But I think 3... No, but it's been so long. I think if 2 does well, 3 could do something. You know what I mean? No, I think it's other. I think it's two will do unless the best. like they're all like connected, and it becomes like a like a, a franchise type of thing. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to. What if two? They just kill off the main character and they just start a new movie with three. That'd be I would hate dope. that. Yeah, it, <laughs> it would just turn into like a different movie completely. It's like not even about the same characters. It's about like three is no three is just like a completely different it's about world. Green people, instead, yeah, red yeah. people. Oh, it's just about the flying animals. Yeah. <laughs> just kill off all the Yeah, the flying animals, avatars. they talk. Yeah. Seth Rogen voices. Seth Rogen voices every single flying animal. Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home just reached $970 million at the box office. Damn, about to be It's one, the highest Spider-Man, you know, grossing movie ever. Damn, now. Tom Holland's balling in cash. It's about to, about to break a, a billion. Do you, do you know how much the budget was for that movie? Uh, it's got to be a high budget. 100, 100 or 150. That's it? Really? Probably 150. Okay, I maybe like be more. I mean, they used to there's a lot of CGI Avengers in Endgame did yeah. three. It's basically all CGI. Yeah, there's a lot of CGI, so I don't know. The one that shocks me is Mulan. It's being made for almost three hundred million dollars. Really? It's not going to be good. Two hundred ninety. See that they're changing. They're changing it up too much. It's uh, no Mulan is. They're not changing it up because it's the original story. This is based off of the original, like, uh, like the like the fairy tale. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. It's based off of the original Mulan. So the Mulan Disney movie that came out is them. They took the idea from the Mulan the fairy tale. Fairy tale. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. Fable fairy tale. Something like that. And then this is them making that version. So it's not. It's not going to be at all. It's just, it's just like a different Mulan. It's not like Mulan like redone live action yeah which i think is like the misconception of that because like that's what i thought too and then everyone was like stop hating on mulan it's like a completely different thing it's like not even that and then i read more into it and i think it's going to be good for what it is it's not going to be it's not going to be the, it's not the same at all like gotcha. don't go into it thinking so about think it it's going to be right it's a just a fighting movie i think it'll be good but it's again completely right, different. i'll give it a chance give yeah a you chance. gotta give that's it a good chance. Enough. not a huge fan so i'm not gonna see it what we'll are you see. not a fan of Mulan. Just Mulan in general. Mulan. But if he's saying it's Lion different, if he's yeah, but it's different, different though. It. It's not. It's just a, like a fighting movie. It's kind of like I might. Then I might. Yeah, you should watch it. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be interesting to see how I'm Disney takes. Not a fan of the Lion King, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. I just it scared me as a kid, and I just never really got into it. I, I was always trying to watch. What scared you? The death scene? Yeah, yeah. Well, the one in the newest one is so sad. I was it's always so much worse. It's so really? much worse. It's so much worse because they look so real. Yeah, because the animals look real. So I was always trying to watch so like, Saving Private Ryan. And, like, Wait, sorry five. to cut you off. When he goes up to him, he not those little oh jeez, don't even talk. Oh, about and then him. he goes and snuggles. And then they did him. a fucking flashback at yeah, the oh they did my do a god, as if it wasn't bad enough to be in the I moment. Know. They had to do it twice. I will say though, I forgot to say this. I did cry a couple times. I kept it in, but I cried for sure. I felt it. I was feeling I internally it. was crying the entire movie. I knew it, I knew, especially when it was about to happen. I was like, oh yeah. no, yeah. Mama. Bunny, I will just say though, sorry to cut you off again. Uh, just, uh, Bunny uh, was crying about 30 seconds into the movie. <laughs> she heard, um, what's it called? Uh, Circle of 
the circle of life and she literally was just like See, oh my god like, <laughs> like that the scene got me emotional but then it's just like as soon as Akuna Matata starts I get happy again right exactly <laughs> he was like I don't know what that means I've never seen I know, it I know what that is yeah what's it mean Akuna Matata what's what does it mean? it mean it's a wonderful life or something like that oh, I don't know yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful life I don't know I hope everyone hates on you for it's this it's literally in the song dude do you know the song no not really uh, you know, we're just going to move on. I don't even want to hear anymore. It means no worries so for the rest of your day. I want to talk Marvel panel, <laughs> oh phase my four, and everything. Okay. Can, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you, like, title this episode, Cooper, Cooper doesn't know what Akuna Matata means? Yeah, Cooper doesn't know anything about Lion King. What is, whatever. Cooper what hates that? Lion King. Yeah. Mahershala Ali, who just got nominated for an Emmy for his, his role Congrats. in True Detective as Wayne Hayes. Detective Wayne Hayes is now going to be Blade. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that's pretty exciting. I'm very excited. Yeah. I saw that casting, and I was like, "Yep, that's that's Blade." Did you jump up and down? I jumped up and down, and I actually ruined a take. We were doing a, uh, we were filming something. You, we were looking at your phone in the middle of a take. No, no, I wasn't in it. I was. Like, you were still on your phone in the middle of a take. I wasn't in it. I wasn't part of the crew. I was back on the side. Caught him. Tisk, tisk. Caught him. You know what? Whatever. Got him. <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, what is that? The fourth Thor. Right. Um, Chris, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth is on. Uh, Tessa Thompson's on. And Natalie Portman is back as Jane Foster. And she I thought Chris Hemsworth was done. No, no, he's no, not. He, he extended his contract, but I thought he was going to be part of the Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy franchise. It, uh, he might still be, though. He could still be. It co- this movie comes out November 5th, 2021. Oh, and there was no word on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Probably no, because yeah, of there the was no, no Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no word on Spider-Man. It's in development, though. And, uh, I, well, S- Spider-Man's a different thing because Sony is the one that... Right, it, that's true. So they know. wouldn't release it there? So they they wouldn't, I'm guarantee that... Sony has their own I thing. guarantee that Spider-Man will come out in 2021 or 2020. Because there's a lot of movies coming out from Marvel in 2021. Like, yeah, you know, so they... Stacked ass. So they can either add one to that, to that roster or they wait till 2022. Like, it's like every single month. Or next month. year, boom. It's, no, like, it's, year. Like, it's like every single month there's a new Marvel movie. That's crazy. Out. That's exciting. That's, yeah. Let's go AMC Stubbs. And I think the big one we want to talk about. Well, Natalie Port- I, I want to say Natalie Portman's going to be back. She's going to be the female Thor. Right. So that's going to be the, her arc. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know much about means. female Thor. I love at all. Natalie Portman. I'm Basically, here's. Yeah, me too, I'm just going to break it down. So here's the Marvel Cinematic Universe phase four for the next couple of years. We've got Black Widow, Eternals, mm-hmm. um, The Falcon, and The Winter Soldier. So the, the TV shows also come into play. Yep. Shang Chi. Is it Shang Chi? Shang Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Yep. Um, I don't know I'm actually excited about that. That's yeah. I'm a, cool. I'm a little interested. WandaVision. Yep. Loki. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which will also movie. have, uh, which will also have Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen. The What If, uh, starring Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher. Hawkeye, and then Blade. Ooh, and Hawkeye. Thor, Thunder. Love and Thunder. <laughs> I think I missed that Hawkeye. When is that? Hawkeye is the show. Is the show too? Yeah. What all, year? all the shows are 2021. Cool. I think. I think. Or late 2020. Uh, I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the first one. Uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Zemo. The bad guy in Civil War will be in oh, as okay. well. Oh, yeah. okay. Da- Daniel Brühl. Uh, he'll be playing Zemo. And then the the cast for Eternals is stacked. I'm very excited. Uh, Who's in it? Lauren Ridloff. Uh, she plays the deaf chick on um, uh, Walking Dead. Very excited for her. Angelina okay. Jolie. Bar- Brian Tyree Henry from Child's Play in Atlanta. Uh, who else do we have here? Richard Madden, uh, Kumal Nanjani from uh, The Twilight Zone, and Selma Hayek as well. Oh, that's pretty so, cool. Yeah, pretty stacked cast. 
And Black Widow is going to take place uh, after Captain America Civil War. Uh, oh, so really? And we'll also mention Budapest, that little whole backstory thing. But yeah, so it takes place while she is, um, like, before Infinity War. It's going to be weird to watch that in two years. No, it comes out next May. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? That, yeah, Black Widow comes out that's May 2020. Oh, that's 2020. David oh, Harbour is in it. He plays the Russian, Alexei. <laughs> Which I think is really right, funny. He plays Alexi, He's like, I play yeah. the Russian. I was like, but are you the American? Right. <laughs> you know? Are you the American though? Like, what's, yes. like, what's, what's, what's really going on here, buddy? I didn't know that David Harbour, this is off topic, I, I don't know how I watched like an, like an hour and a half of Hellboy and did not realize that he is Hellboy. I thought he looked good as Hellboy. Other than I just, He looked good movie. too. I just didn't realize that it was him. I don't know how. I completely missed it. And then I watched it today and someone said it and I was like, that makes sense. That's why I knew the voice. Because, like, I knew it, but I had no idea who it was. Yeah. But, yeah, sorry. What do, what do you think about this new Doctor Strange movie coming out? I think it's cool. I'm so excited. So, it's a horror it's movie. So I'm, I'm excited because yeah. it's Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see Marvel do a horror movie. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like they have their... They know what to do. They, what do you think their approach will be to it? Like, I have no idea. Like, like I have zero idea. Will it be, it's gonna be comedy? Like, I think it's going to be, like, a hybrid yeah, yeah, I can see it being like Stranger Things, how we get the comedy as well as the I don't the horror. Not I'm not saying it's eighties, but you know, like No, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I think we'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see when a trailer comes yeah, out. I guess we'll I have think to wait it's gonna be more interesting than the other Doctor Strange. Yeah, me too. I don't really they, they needed to switch up. So I like yeah. I like the genre change. I'm not a fan of Top Gun, but the trailer for this movie, Top Gun Maverick, I gotta say, looks pretty freaking awesome. Because Tom Cruise came out, and he was like, everything in here is real. And it's him flying a jet. Like, I think it's so cool. I just, I like, it's cool, but like... I'm not a fan. I don't like Ridley Scott, Tony Scott movies, any of them, other than Gladiator, but... I think that's just, like, stupid. I'm excited (laughs) to see this It's just a waste of money, but, like, for me to go see it. It's like, I don't know. It's like Mission Impossible I just don't care about, like, action movies that are like that. Like, I don't want to go see Fast and Furious 9. Like, nope, I'm good. I don't want to go see Mission Hobbs Impossible 12. What? No. Mission Impossible 7 and 8. We have to see that. I said 12. I, I jumped ahead. We could get there. No, I'm saying that I wouldn't want to see it. Okay. 7 and 8. Maybe um, we'll finish it that. I hope. Maybe uh, 9 is a good one. I'm not yeah. action. It's just, like, I don't, it's stupid. I think it's just dumb. I, they're, like, they're just funny to, like, laugh at, but I can only take so much. I really can barely watch John Wick. I barely finished the first one. It took me it took like you so. Long. It took me like two weeks to watch that movie. You do it in like twenty minute segments. Yeah, literally. I, I couldn't. I don't even know if I finished it actually. <laughs> Wait. Now that I think about. It, I think I still have like ten minutes left. Yeah. I think you did have ten minutes left. Yeah, I definitely do. Well, I'll finish that and I'll get back to you guys next week. <laughs> you know, I, was, I think you were about to finish it, but the Celtics playoff game was on or something, right. and I was like, you need to change. Wait, that was now. that long ago? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Celtics or Bruins It was one of the two Yeah I don't know The one I was most excited for I think this was the best trailer At Comic Con Was Watchmen For HBO Yeah I'm very excited for Watchmen uh, Did you get to see it at all? Oh yeah Did you get to see it at all? I'm I, super I'm, excited uh, Jean Smart's playing Spilks, Silk Spectre she, mm-hmm. she's, so she's like an older version As well as Jeremy Irons Is uh, right. Ozymandias so. I do want to rewatch the movie uh, Yeah Because it's I been a while well. But at the same time like That movie is so long it's terribly long and I don't like it. <laughs> like I like it. I like it's the concept. It's an concepts. interesting like the concept, yeah. Yeah, I love the I like some of the comic or graphic novels whatever you want to call. Them. But uh they're cool. I don't know. I'm excited yeah. to see what the TV show will do. We'll see. Well, next week it's we HBO. Have... It's HBO. So I think I yeah. I feel like it will be better. But yeah, I mean HBO is the best. I mean I yeah. I was scrolling through HBO series the other day. I was like there's nothing bad on here. 
Mm-hmm. We still need to finish Chernobyl. I just we do. That. I still have like two episodes left. You watched one without me? Wait, no, then I have three. Okay. Sorry. Good for you. Good for you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> we really do, though. I, everyone has finished it, and I'm the, like, we're like the only ones who haven't. Yes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood comes out next week. I know yes. I didn't see Lion King, but guess what? I will be seeing this movie this week. And so am I. I. We will be having a very in-depth review on this film. This I'm, week? You're seeing it this week? I'm not seeing on it. Tuesday, but this week. I'm seeing it this week. Not on Tuesday. Yeah, seeing this week. he's seeing it this week. Yeah. On Saturday. And then I you will might be, as well just buy a list then. I'll be... He's going no, to a I'm seventy. Seeing it as, I'm seeing it at ArcLight. Aren't you? Yeah, you're going to see ArcLight. Yeah. Seventy oh, millimeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy millimeter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We also have thirty-five millimeter shows. Well, uh, is it going to be at the? Um, 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 um? Yes. Um, 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 um? Yes. Yes. No one has any idea what I'm saying. No, I had no idea what you were saying. I was like, is there like a secret little thing? I forget. Is it at the MMM? Yes, but I'm very excited for that film. Yeah, no, I'm very... And like, that's all oh, I yeah. have to say about that. I figured they were seeing it. We're seeing it soon. We're seeing it on Thursday. Thursday? Thursday. Are you, you're on my... Yeah, yeah you're going to be yeah. there. We got it. Great. Yeah, so we'll come back. We'll uh, probably talk about that movie for like 45 minutes. Don't forget to check out Drop the Ball at Drop the Ball Clothing and uh, use that promo code CouchCat for 15% off. And also, check out Dutch Melrose. All his songs. Very good. Can't oh, yeah. go wrong with any of them. He's blowing up. He's mm. getting there. I'm telling you. And if you like this video, subscribe. Or if, if you, you like, like this, this video, podcast, let's I try that watch, again. Try that again, Cooper. You'll try. And that if again? you like this pod, if you liked listening to this, if you really liked what you heard, why don't you uh, go click that subscribe button? <laughs> and follow us on, on yeah. social media. Yeah, of course. All of our social medias are somewhere. CGS Hollywood. Find us on Twitter. <laughs> you know, CGS Hollywood on Twitter, and then if you want to follow us individually, all of our individual um, handles are on there. But yes. Yeah. We will uh, see you guys next week. Hope everyone has a good week. Have a good week. Bye.